Hey everyone, husband here. And I'm wife. If you've been listening to us, then you know we're all about reading the Bible and reacting to it on our first read-through. Cuss words, crying, laughing, and more. We're passionate about creating a podcast that takes the sanctity out of the sacred text and simply stating it as we see it. But we can't do it without your help. We're asking for your support to help us keep this podcast going. There are two ways you can donate. Text SACDIS, that's S-A-C-D-I-S, to 53. 555 if you're in the U.S. with a one-time donation. Any amount helps. Or if you'd rather start a sustaining membership, sign up on our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Membership levels start as low as $2 a month. We are amazed and grateful for our fans that support us now, and you can become one too. With your support, we can keep sacrilegious discourse alive and well for years to come. So please donate today. Text SACDIS to 53555 if you're in the U.S. Or sign up for our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Finding your perfect home was hard, but thanks to Burrow, furnishing it has never been easier. Burrow's easy to assemble modular sofas and sectionals are made from premium, durable materials, including stain and scratch resistant fabrics. So they're not just comfortable and stylish, they're built to last. Plus, every single Burrow order ships free right to your door. Right now, get 15% off your first order at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's 15% off at burrow.com slash ACAST. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your Cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Welcome to Sacrilegious Discourse. I'm husband. And I'm wife. Together we're reading the Bible for the very first time. We grew up without religion and wanted to know what all the fuss was about. Well, what have we learned so far? That God is a dick, and apparently some people believe in talking donkeys? We're not trying to pass ourselves off as experts. Nope, we're just reading the Bible for the first time and giving our first take reaction. If you'd like to join us in this venture, you might consider starting at episode one. Otherwise, jump in wherever you like. All right, let's go read the Bible. Yeah, let's get to it. Husband. Wife. Beyond the fact that we're in Psalms, do you have any fucking clue what has been happening? We're in the middle of some Psalms of Ascents. Yes. And we're reading through those. There's like 15 in total. Yes. And and we're reading them. We are. We're, we're talking about them. We're doing things with them. And there's no story. I mean, not really. It's. It, I mean, you could call them Psalms of shitbaggery, and it would shit be the same. Shitbaggery. 
<laughs> Speaking of shitbaggery. Yes. Um, so I am getting ready for our live event that we're having on Thursday. Yes. And I'm trying to get this uh, equipment all to work. And um, it didn't. It, 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 um, I needed help. So I went and got help. And then that also broke things. Yeah. So it's partly why this is coming out late today. Yes. Because literally everything broke. Yeah. Like everything went wrong. My computer shit out on me. I mean, it was bad. It, it was really fucking bad. None of it would work together. So we found a workaround. The live event will go on and Yay. will be um, hopefully good. Hopefully with, with, it will be good. <laughs> With with uh, speakers and everything, mm-hmm. but uh, I've got some work to do on how to make this all Come work better the next time. Yes. So <laughs> anyway, it that, turns out that you don't know a lot about um, sound not, equipment. I'm not an audio technician. Nope. No, I I need a sound guy. Yeah. Or girl or person. A sound person. Yeah. Any of the above would work great. Yeah. So if anybody wants to volunteer their time. Uh, I'm, you know, we're we're taking we're taking uh, volunteer applications. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, that being said, what are we getting into today? Psalms one twenty six, one twenty seven, and one twenty eight. Sounds great. Let's do this. Okie dokie. <laughs> Okay, Psalm 126. 126. We're really zooming through these, huh? We're zooming. We have read 125 Psalms. Jesus. <laughs> Not fucking quite. Christ. Mm, something it's like that. a lot that. of fucking Psalms. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, it's a song of ascents. Is it a song of ascents? As you pointed out. Okay. When the Lord brought back the captives to Zion, we were like men who dreamed. Our mouths were filled with laughter, our tongues with songs of joy. Then it was said among the nations, the Lord has done great things for them. He did let them get captured in the first place. Right. I'm just saying, you know, like. it's true. Anybody's happy when you get uncaptured, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But you got captured. Yeah. And, And God let that happen. The Lord has done great things for us. Has he though? And we are filled with joy. Hmm. Woot, woot. Before our fortune, no wait, I'm sorry. Restore our fortunes, <laughs> O Lord, like streams in the Negev. Those who sow in tears will reap with songs of joy. He who goes out weeping, carrying seed to sow, will return with songs of joy, carrying sheaves with them. Mm. Yeah, that sounds in the sheaves. exactly or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It comes from right. that. Sure. Okay, so. Psalm 126 is Thanksgiving for Restoration, and it starts when the Lord turned again the captivity of Zion. Okay. It is. I'm hearing a tinny noise. Yeah, I think it's probably your phone. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'll turn that off in a minute. (laughs) Um, It is well known in Judaism as the preliminary psalm recited before the grace after meals on the Sabbath and Jewish holidays as well as at other celebratory meals, such as those at a Jewish wedding. Ah. Some scholars hold that this psalm was likely written upon the return of the Israelites from Babylonian captivity. Got it. Either by Ezra, who led the nation at the time, or by one of the Jewish prophets. 
Got it. So, mm. you know, Ezra or somebody. Somebody did it, yeah. Somebody wrote it. It was it was done. It was done. It was a thing. However. However. Modern Jewish commentators suggest that the second half of the psalm refers to the redemption of the land of Israel from agricultural drought. Mm. You know. Because God's always watching over them. Drought. <laughs> In keeping with its theme of redemption. Mm-hmm. Psalm 126 was proposed by religious Zionists to be the national anthem of the state of Israel. Oh. Proposed. Proposed, but not adopted. It, along with at least 11 other proposals, was ultimately passed over, which is to say rejected, (laughs) in favor of Hatikva, which was ratified as the official national anthem in 2004. I see. Israeli Prime Minister Menachem Begin, I'm sure I butchered that. Sure. Apologies, my good sir. Recited Psalm 126 on the White House lawn when he signed the second half, or I'm sorry, when he signed the second of the Camp David Accords with Egyptian President Anwar Sadat on March 26, 1979. Oh, wow. Interesting, interesting. And as you caught with the word sheaves, the psalm inspired the hymn, Bringing in the Sheaves. The <laughs> lyrics were written in 1874 by Noel Shaw, now usually set to a tune by George Minor, and it was written in 1880. Okay. And I included a link, which I will send you for the show the notes, to a really cool group of guys that are singing it, and they sing a lot of hymns. Ah. And I liked the way they... They sing it. Okay. So that's the one I included. Sure. Okay. Yep. Now, moving on to Psalm 127. Okay. Guess what this is? It's a song, a psalm of ascents. A song. Song. Of ascents. Of ascents. It's also of Solomon. Ah. Okay. Okay, Yeah. So this is going to be a wise psalm then, huh? Well, we don't know if it was written about Solomon or by Solomon because Mm. the word of is a little... Vague. Shaky and sure. vague, ambiguous, right. questionable. Yeah. yeah. Unless the Lord builds the house, its builders labor in vain. Um, I mean, the laborers are the ones building the house. But the Lord builds it. I don't think so. If you didn't build it through the Lord, then it's on shaky ground. When I hire builders, I don't consult the Lord. No, maybe you should. <laughs> <laughs> Unless the Lord watches over the city, the watchmen stand guard in vain. So basically, they're saying that nobody can do anything without God. Yeah, I think that's their entire point. We must just not, I mean, we must be completely worthless. Like We 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 apparently aren't doing anything in our lives at all. Nothing good anyway. Because we all need God, apparently, according to this. You're now understanding the point. Of what they say, yes. That's such bullshit. But that's their belief. I mean, we've managed to put out a fuck ton of fucking episodes about God, against God, counter to his thoughts. And all bad things that happen to us are a result. No. That's what they say. That's what they say. Bullshit. Besides, we've had a lot of good things happen, too. Imagine how much better they would be if only you'd let God into your heart. Mm. That's what they say. No. No. You know what you would have. You know what you would have if you let God into your heart. A bigger community. Yeah, that's the only thing. That, that's the only benefit that I've ever like ascribed to being religious is that you have a group of people around you 
who are like-minded and will and maybe will help you with stuff. Right. I mean, like the maybe is the big maybe though. Right. Because ultimately it's just a group of people that unless you still you still have to make friends with them if you want them to help. Sure. And then you it's just like any other fucking friends, except for you all meet together on Sunday and are like, Oh, how are you all week? Okay, great. How are you? Oh good, good. It gives you a greater group to call upon when you need to move. And you right, need to ask right. people yeah, to help you carry it. the couch. Yeah, or if you're looking for a job. You're like, hey, does anybody know any job openings? You know? Or, hey, do any plumbers attend this church? Right, right. Yeah. 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 Right. In vain, you rise early and stay up late, trolling for food to eat. Oh, they had trolls back then, too, huh? For he grants sleep to those he loves. Okay. Yeah, he does. But not to the ones he doesn't love. Well, he must love me a lot because I sleep <laughs> all the fucking time. I slept really damn good last night, actually. Well, here's the thing. When I don't take medication, I sleep all the time due to depression. But when I'm on medication, I sleep all the time because of the medication. Mm. So I'm you just, you just always tired. Yeah. yeah. Right. The question is not whether I'm going to sleep all the time. The question is whether or not I'm going to be depressed when I'm awake. Right, right. You know? Yeah. Sons are a heritage for the Lord, children a reward for him, for, for him, from him, from him, from, 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 from him. Sorry, turn the page too soon. <laughs> like arrows in the hands of a warrior are sons born in one's youth. What? Like sands through the hourglass, these are the days of our lives. <laughs> <laughs> Blessed is the man whose quiver is full of them. Sons, that. that is. Sons. Quiver. Remember Quiver. that. Yeah, okay. okay. They will not be put to shame when they contend with their enemies in the gate. Unless their dad oh. pisses off God. Enemies in the gate. That's enemies the name of the a gate. movie. Yeah. Enemies at the gate. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, 127. Yeah. Psalm. Ready? I'm ready. It is, prosperity comes from the Lord, and it's also the, the builder's psalm. Mm. Okay. And it starts, except the Lord build the house. I wonder if they whistle while they work. I I hate whistling. I love whistling. I hate listening to whistling. I often whistle down in the basement because it's the only place I can get away with it without you yelling at me. I know. Like, my mom pointed out something so good the last time we were over for dinner. She said that she loves hearing somebody whistle because generally when a person is whistling, it means they're happy. Right. Or content or, you know, just... Yeah. They're, they're cool. They're doing all right. Right. You know, they're right. whistling. Yeah. And that makes sense. And I want that to be how I feel about people who whistle, but it literally hurts my ears when mm. I hear people whistling. Yeah. Like, I I cannot. Got it. Sorry. No, I know. I, I've been married to you for a while. You have. A long time. And I appreciate that when I tell you, stop whistling, you immediately, you not only immediately stop, you also apologize because you know yeah. You know how much it hurts me. Yeah, I just whistle when, you know. When I'm not around. When you're not around. You sneak whistle. I sneak whistle. You cheat whistle. I che- yeah, I do. I have you, to cheat whistle. You cheat whistle. Yeah. That's okay. <laughs> Only one among the Song of Ascents attributed to Solomon rather than David. Mm, okay. How about that? Yeah. This psalm is recited as a prayer for protection of a newborn infant. Okay. Okay. Yep. So, like, a baby's born, and they're like, quick, quick. Say the psalm. Say the psalm. Oh, and I, if you didn't, I then apparently you ex- <laughs> Go on, sorry. No, I'm, I was good. I was just trying to cover while you were blanking out there. Because mm, mm. you stopped talking, so. I did. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. Um, yeah, so you say this one when there's When babies are born. Yeah. 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 
the pro-natalist Quiverful. Have you heard of that group? Uh, no. You have never heard of Quiverful? Oh, wait, yeah, yeah, yeah. Some crazy religious, like, sect or something like that that mm-hmm. is, like, close to, like, the, like, they're very close to, like, the, um, the whole, um, what's that show on, on whatever it is, the... Kate Nate is Great or something like that? No, I was gonna go, they wear the hoods and the red and the... Oh, um, the handmaid? Yeah, isn't no, that, isn't that no. like, they're the types that are gonna, like, create the handmaid's tailor? No, no, they just, they believe in having as many babies as possible. Oh, okay, so the opposite quiverful. of the shakers. Yeah. They're like, no, we will have sex, we're gonna have a lot well, of it. I mean, let me just repeat that, that verse for you. Like arrows in the hands of a warrior are sons born in one's youth. Blessed is the man whose quiver is full of them. Got it. Okay. Yeah. That's that's where they take that from. Yeah. Right. Okay. Um, They invoke the less quoted latter part of the psalm, verses three through five, concerning the blessings and advantages of numerous offspring as one of the foundations for their stance. And they take its name from the last verse, happy is the man who that hath his quiver full of them, i.e. sons. Sounds like a bunch of guys got together and like, I want to have a lot of sex. Without let's start, condoms. Let's start a religion that says that we can have as much sex with unprotected as we want. But they are very um, Christian monogamous. Like, sure. They aren't just having a lot of sex willy-nilly. It's only with their spouse. At least that's what they say. They are renowned for being very... Um, Sure. Uh, what am I trying to say? Like, loyal to their spouses. Got it, got it. Like, the okay. main thrust <laughs> of it is to is for their spouse. Like, their spouse having children is how they feel good about themselves. Got it. It's not the sex. It's the having the children. as many children as possible, like trophies. Got like, it. look how good my sperm works. Yeah, yeah. And if you're having a lot of sex outside your marriage, those children are... They don't count. They don't make you right, look good in right. your community. I gotcha. So um, I had to look up a little bit more about Quiverful because I've heard of them before. And I just wanted to make sure I had it right. Got Quiverful it. is a Christian theological position that sees large families as a blessing from God. It encourages procreation, abstaining from all forms of birth control, natural family planning, and sterilization. It also applies to most Catholics, or a lot of Catholics anyway. Yeah. So. Yeah, but their thing isn't so much let's have as many children as possible. Their thing is more all of our seed right. should be either used or not at all. It's just presented differently. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I got it. So it, it's less about the um, the blessing of the children and more about the sin of wasted seed. Got it. So, yes, the end result is the same, but the phrasing, how sure. you get there, different math. Gotcha, gotcha. So, without God, it is in vain. That is a popular motto derived from the Psalms' first verse as an abbreviation of, except the Lord built the house, they labor in vain that built it. Mm-hmm. And that's why it's also called the Builder's Psalm. Got it. It's often inscribed on buildings and has been the motto in the coat of arms in the city of Edinburgh since 1647. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. It was similarly the motto of the King's Own Scottish Borderers. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. It has been adopted as the motto for numerous schools in Great Britain, including King Edward VI High School, Stafford, 
Melbourne Village College, and London. Mm, okay. So, interesting. Yeah. Okay. Psalm 128 is? A psalm of ascent. A song. Song of, of ascent. Okay. Mm-hmm. Blessed are all who fear the Lord, who walk in his ways. You will eat the fruit of your labor. Blessings and prosperity will be yours. Your wife will be like a fruitful vine within your house. Your mm. sons will be like olive shoots around your table. Thus is the man blessed who fears the Lord. Sounds like more that they're going to use for that uh, quiverful group. I know, right? Yeah. May the Lord bless you from Zion all the days of your life. May you see the prosperity of Jerusalem, and may you live to see your children's children. Peace be upon Israel. Mm. There's a lot about prosperity in the last couple of uh, Mm -hmm. psalms. Well, I mean, yeah. And, 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 and not that I'm against people being prosperous, but like part of Christianity and, and, and even Judaism is like supporting the poor. Mm-hmm. And it just like there's a lot about the blessed is the poor, like more so than the rich and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But they also then talk a lot about prosperity. There's just these like mixed signals. Yeah. 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 Well, that's to me why these Psalms feel more Christian than Jewish. Got honestly. It. Okay. Because Christianity focuses more on if you love God and do everything Gody God God, you'll get rich. But Whereas, not so much. Jesus is a lot. He focuses a lot on the poor as well. I wasn't talking about Jesus. Okay. I was talking about Christians. Got it. Got it. <laughs> Christians okay. are very. I earned this. Right. You right, know. Yeah. Like that's many not, many of them. Many of the groups. The ones that we hear about. Yeah. The fucking evangelicals. Right. The Baptists. The um. The 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 richest branches of them. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um the the Jewish faith seems more Jesus-y, which makes sense because Jesus was a Jew. You mean as far as the accepting of the poor and things mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. Right. Got yeah. It. it just makes sense to me that Jesus is more Jewish I mean, and Christianity is more that's what I said. <laughs> I literally said that. Right. Yeah. Okay. So Psalm 128 is the blessedness of him who fears the Lord. And it starts, blessed is everyone that feareth the Lord. Because mm. fear and love apparently are synonymous. Apparently, mm-hmm. This one was written anonymously and likely dates to the post-exilic period, which is about um, 539 BCE and sometime thereafter. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it is used on the Feast of the Holy Family. And I was like, what the fuck is the Holy Family? What is the Feast of the Holy Family? And then as soon as um, I looked it up, I was like, oh, yeah, that tracks. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. The Feast of the Holy Family is a celebration of the in the Catholic Church, as well as in many Lutheran and Anglican churches, in honor of Jesus of Nazareth, his mother, the Blessed Virgin Mary, and his foster father, St. Joseph, as a family. So that's the Holy Family. Jesus as a child and his mom, Mary, and his... Right, um, but Psalms Father. were all written pre-Christian times, weren't they, for the most part? Yes, but... So, I mean, like, in Judaism, there's not, like, a holy family. No, and they're not saying that. What they're saying is that when Christianity came around, they were like, this psalm is one that we are now going to adopt into celebrating oh, okay, okay. Um, the holy family. Got it. So, yes, the psalm came first. Christ and his family came later. 
Got it. And then the church was like, that old psalm from way back when pre-Christ is a good one that we're going to sing at our dinners. Okay. To celebrate the Holy Family. Got it. Got it. Okay. Yep. The primary purpose of this feast is to present the Holy Family as a model for Christian families. Okay. So you're supposed to be a virgin. (laughs) And you're supposed to accept that your wife has um, a child from a previous relationship <laughs> and pretended it's from God and yeah. not a previous that, that, is the, that is the one we all have to aspire to be like, right? And every male so child... So God get a seat out there as much as possible. Mm-hmm. And yeah. every male child is supposed to pretend that he is um, the son of God. Can and you imagine if everybody that ever cheated and like got pregnant because they were cheating just came home and were like, oh, it's God. Like, I don't even know. I, I think that that puts Mary in a bad light because I'm not saying she was a cheater. She may have, you know, gotten raped or sure. no, definitely. something may have happened to her. I mean, especially like, given the time. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Like, I have no idea what her story right. was. No. And, and and honestly, I don't even know that the story is real. Right. Like, the story is probably not real in all honesty. Uh, I, it's, it's, it's something because it, it, the story is taken from other stories that are similar in other cultures and kind of combined into the story of Hercules the, much? Right, right. Yeah, there's there's all kinds of stories out there that are similar to this story. And even if you took it at face value, there's just no telling what um you know, what the case may have been. Right. So Right. It certainly is not the only time it ever happened, I can tell you that much. <laughs> right. So from the seventeenth century, the feast the Holy Family Dinner yeah. has been celebrated, and in 1921, Pope Benedict the 15th made it part of the general Roman calendar and set it to fall during Epiphany on the Sunday that falls between January 7th and January 13th. Okay. So, whatever Sunday what that is. is. I, yeah, what is Epiphany? It's one of those Catholic holidays. Oh, I started yeah. to look it up, and then I was like, that's beyond the scope of what we're talking about currently. <laughs> like... A rabbit hole in a rabbit hole. Sure, right, right. We're not there yet. No? Okay. I mean, we aren't even at Christ yet, much less right, Catholicism. Right, right. That's very true. That's very true. So, yeah. I, I, I we'll get there. Guess that we'll given, find out. Given that it's early January, yeah. I'm going to guess that it has something to do with Christ as a baby. And let's see if he supposedly was born on Christmas right according to their religion right yeah if christ was born on christmas you're supposed to wait like 2 weeks after that and to make sure he lives and then um uh what's it so called the where you chop off your wiener the, the circumcision. wiener t- circumcision yeah the epiphany might be where they're like wait no this really is god's son no no, no i think that it's using the word epiphany somewhere else oh, okay. in in a different context got it but I'm going to guess Epiphany has to do with the circumcision of Jesus. I bet one of our listeners knows. I bet they do. And I bet one of them will reach out to us. And I bet they're going to be impressed that I guessed right. <laughs> That's what I'm going to guess. I I honestly think it has to do with Christ's um, circumcision. Okay. Okay. Uh, sure. Okay. I'm, I'm going to look it up, you know. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Okay. okay. All right. Okay. So anyway, that dinner. Oh, wait. No, we're back to we're back to the psalm. We're done with dinner now. We're back to the psalm, done with dinner. Yeah. It is also the traditional psalm for a nuptial mass. That is a ritual mass within which the sacrament of matrimony is celebrated. Okay. 
So we're a Catholic so, marriage. Yay, it's church, and they got married over there. We're and celebrating. Now we're having dinner, and we're going to say this song. Okay. It's also been sung at the churching, I'm sorry, the churching of women. The churching of women. You've got to know I looked that up. You're going to have to go further with that, yeah. The churching of women, it's less gross than it sounds. Okay. Um, it's also known as Thanksgiving for the birth or adoption of a child. It is the ceremony wherein a blessing is given to mothers after recovery from childbirth. Ah. The ceremony includes Thanksgiving for the woman's survival of childbirth Yay. and is performed even when the child is stillborn or has died unbaptized. Hmm. What I find interesting is that so even in this um, description of what it is, of, of what that yeah. ceremony is, right. they acknowledge, oh, thank God she survived. They're acknowledging right. that childbirth is dangerous and yeah. that... Well, and they're it even acknowledging that, you know, stillborn births and stuff like that can cause, I mean, it seems like on the edge of acknowledging that it is a serious a medical issue. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It, it's like you're so close. You're almost saying, so maybe healthcare for women should be taken more seriously. And maybe, maybe we should reconsider these abortion bans because they are putting women at harm. Don't quote me on this, but I think it was a. Uh, Ted Cruz or somebody stupid, whatever, doesn't really matter. But somebody said that um, Democrats want to support abortion even after the child is born. And I'm like, no, that's called murder. Yeah. <laughs> you fucking idiot. Yeah, it's not abortion if the baby's out, you dumb butt. Yeah. But there's all these lies about what abortion means out there. And because, it's just. Because half of the men and most of the people in office are men. And half of those men do not understand in, in anatomy of a woman's body. They don't understand anything about anything, to no. be perfectly honest with you. And I honestly think that they should be tested. Like, they don't know ovaries. They don't know uterus. They don't know, like, there was the one guy that was like, oh, if you get raped, you don't get pregnant. The body shuts that down. And I'm like, right. where the fuck did you get that idea? Yeah. Like... That that makes no fucking sense. Mary was raped by right. God. Yeah. You know, according to your own fucking story, her body didn't shut that shit down. Well, but it was God. So? <laughs> who's clearly a man, right? I mean, apparently. I'm just like, ugh. That, that whole thing really shook me. Like, I never realized how rampant the stupidity and ignorance really is. Right. No, I know. And it's at the highest levels. Yeah. But whatever. We're getting too much into politics there. Yeah, we are. Yeah. Sorry. Let's, let's rein it back to the good old religion shit. Oh, I'm done with that now. Oh, okay. We're done with psalms. Awesome. Okay, yep. so uh, I guess... Well, we're not done with psalms. We're not psalms. done with psalms. We're done with those psalms. Yeah. Yeah. So um, that brings us to the end of today's podcast, mm -hmm. where we covered episode... Or, I'm sorry, chapters 126 through 128. Mm -hmm. And um, we're coming back tomorrow with... Psalms 129, 130, and 131. Awesome. We'll see you guys then. Yep. Bye. Hey, wife. I guess that's the end. But husband, that's just sad. It doesn't have to be. We are on lots of social media platforms like Twitter. Our handle there is sacrilegious underscore D. For D's nuts. Oh, my God. Stop doing that. Anyway, we're also on Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest. There's a link to all of our social media sites at our website. 
Ooh, we have a website? Yeah, it's sacrilegiousdiscourse.com, where you can also find a link to our merch shop. We have a merch shop? Yep. We have podcast-themed clothing, mugs, notebooks, and more, as well as an atheist and science-themed products. Wow, our fans should really go check that out right now. Definitely. They can get in touch with us by sending an email to sacrilegiousdiscourse at gmail.com. But before they do that, we could really use some help. Oh, yeah? With what? Well, it's not free running the podcast, and we need some financial support in order to get better equipment, which will free up time so we can concentrate on our podcast and our fans. Okay, so what should they do? Head over to patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse and sign up as a contributor on our podcast. Supporters there receive additional bi-weekly episodes that we record just for our Patreon members for as little as $2 a month. Also, we'd really appreciate it if you would like and subscribe on whatever platform you're using. And Apple Podcast Reviews help us out tremendously. Like and subscribe. Leave an Apple review. Join us on Twitter. Support us on Patreon. That's a lot of instructions. Don't forget to say thanks. Thanks. Okay, bye.